unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast, episode number 300. I cannot believe we've made it to 300 episodes. This is a celebration and to celebrate, we've got the return of a very special guest and the completion of a very special two-part series. David, I am so stoked to be here with you guys today. Joshua, thank you so much for joining us, and I'm going to turn it over to you. All right. Well, yeah, we're back from last week with Joshua Lee Henry, who shared the first five of his 10 commandments of compelling offers. As you may remember, the first five were great. And to refresh your memory, Joshua is a high-powered copywriter and copy chief. His first appearance on Copywriters Podcast was a few months ago when he gave us a great interview on putting together compelling leads. And like I said earlier, he's back with part two of his 10 commandments of compelling offers. Now, it's not surprising that Joshua would be sharing his own copywriting version of the 10 commandments since he is a man of the cloth. 12 years ago, Joshua was a pastor for a megachurch with more than 5,000 members. And it was at that time also that he began his copywriting career writing fundraising letters for victims of the 2010 earthquake in Haiti. Fast forward to 2018, when Joshua started freelancing and wrote for big names, including Jay Abraham, Brian Tracy, and the Zig Ziglar Corporation. Now, like a lot of high-performing copywriters, Joshua has moved under the umbrella of Agora, where he has written promotions that have made millions. These days, he is copy chief for Money and Markets, an imprint of Agora's Banyan Hill Company. Now, before we get to part two of the Ten Commandments, allow me to share with you this prime directive. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. Most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So Joshua, welcome back. I'm, I'm really excited that you're here and uh, really enjoyed the first one and looking forward to the second first part, the first five commandments. Do, do you want to just, can I, do you mind if I just review the first five commandments Please. and then, yeah. Please. So the first one is one, what you get to price justification, three payment terms, which is related, but not the same as price justification, special discounts, where you actually sell the discount and explain why it is a discount and five bonuses and premiums, all really great stuff. But I, I think the, Next one is, and I, I believe Dan Kennedy said in a slightly other context that this is the most powerful device in copies. So if you would, please take it away. You know, I'll even up it even more, David, and I'll say this is the most powerful device in all sales, period. I've seen this work and I have used this in face-to-face -face selling. I have used this in selling from the stage. I have used this selling in webinars and I've used this in sales copy, print copy and online. And so this one principle, especially if you're a copywriter, I tell more new copywriters when I train them 
Uh, I tell them this one principle more than anything will help them land more clients faster than anything else. And that is the principle of the takeaway. Make prospects qualify themselves. The takeaway means you take away the sale. You want to play hard to get in a lot of ways. It makes the sale stronger and better for the customer because it makes the customer, the prospect, qualify themselves. And so it reinforces the buying decision. It reduces refunds and cancels because, again, anytime a prospect makes a decision on their own, they're more likely to stick with that decision as opposed to being you know, convinced or you know, strong-armed by a marketer or a copywriter. It also operates and exploits the psychology that people want what they can't have. You want to become the prize as the copywriter, or if you're writing an offer for a product or a service, you want that product or service to become the prize. And prizes don't chase buyers. Buyers chase prizes. And, you know, I saw this expertly done with a, with an online marketer recently here, and, and this was for a coaching program. And I thought this was so good. This is the example for an online coaching program. He said, and this was in an email, if it's going to be tough to scrounge together $5,000, or you can't imagine investing that much into anything, no matter how much more precious time and additional income it gives you, then chances are this coaching program is not for you. Likewise, if you have any doubts that we can't deliver the goods, no hard feelings. Just don't waste our time and don't apply. Look at the takeaway in that copy. What he does is he reinforces no matter how much precious time and income it's going to make you, or you know, save you time and make you more income. And then he says, if you can't imagine investing this into anything, which also, by the way, in my mind, sets the marketer up for the back end sales and the cross sales, you know, because you are making the prospect decide, am I worth $5,000 if it's going to save me thousands of dollars more over the next year and hours and hours and hours of extra time that I can have with my loved ones or my family or you know, to pursue my hobbies or whatever. The other thing that he says is he says, if you have any doubts that we can't deliver the goods, don't apply. That line in and of itself makes the prospect go, ooh, do I believe it? If I do, why am I not buying? If I don't believe it, then this whole don't apply, take away, you know, no hard feelings, move on with your life. It, it's like this, like this double-edged sword where it's like, if you believe that they can provide the result for you, what's holding you back? There should be nothing holding you back. And if not, then there's like this push away, like it's okay, go find somebody else that, you know, you can go waste your time with. Another example of this takeaway is, is from an investment promo that I wrote that said, you know, 10X Fortunes is exclusive and aggressive by design. This investing service is only for people interested in making an extreme fortune fast. If you have the guts to go over, to go after a thousand percent winner every month, this is for you. And if not, move on. And so again, it's making people qualify and disqualify themselves because they're saying, do I have the guts? Do you, it's like the, uh, I think Gary Halbert had a letter one time. The, do you have the courage to become rich? You know, yes or no. That's the sixth, that's the sixth commandment. It's the takeaway. You can't be needy. People are repulsed by desperation. Don't be needy. Don't, don't be needy with your offers. The seventh piece of a compelling offer is the risk reversal. And this is where it shows skin in the game. It carries the burden of proof for you, the marketer and the copywriter. It's different from a satisfaction guarantee. And it often comes in the form of a try before you buy type offer or a yeah. bill me later. 
offer. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to emphasize that because it's really important. A lot of people hear the word risk reversal and they automatically pigeonhole it as, oh, that's the guarantee. It's not the guarantee. It's different. You just said that, but I wanted to emphasize it. So please continue. Yep. It's different, and I think it's different primarily because it shows skin in the game of the marketer. And so the example that I have here is from an options trading service, a promo that I wrote. It says, test drive the Wednesday Windfalls options service for the next 30 days for only $1. Then at the end of the month, if you're happy with the gains you've made and you want to continue, simply do nothing. And we'll automatically upgrade you to official membership at the normal annual price. And so for a dollar, you get a whole month of options trades. Let me prove myself to you if you're happy with the gains. So I'm already pre-framing the fact that they're going to have gains. If you're happy with those, do nothing. And we'll auto bill you at the normal retail price. You know, there, There's another example I saw from an online marketer. This was in, in a totally different niche. But basically, this was a, uh, a funnel building marketer guy. And he said, if it, my funnels don't work, I'll pay you. And he didn't... He said, if my funnels don't work, I'll pay you $200. That's good. What I would have liked to have seen would have been like the old Gary Benson Venga thing. Like if I can't beat your conversion rate by X percent, I'll pay you, you know, the $200 or whatever, you know, being very specific about the performance that you're guaranteeing, you know, if you can, which is incredibly hard to do as a copywriter and a marketer. But, you know, the, the whole idea that if it doesn't work, I'll pay you, even if it's not the same amount that the prospect is paying you in the offer, the fact that you're willing to kind of put your money where your mouth is says a lot for the prospect. Absolutely. That's that's a good one. Yeah. So what's number eight? Number eight is the guarantee. So I do think you need to have a guarantee in most cases, um, a guarantee or a warranty. This could be a satisfaction guarantee or a, prefer a performance-based guarantee. It could be questions asked or no questions asked. And if you have a phone sales department or a customer service department that fields and calls, you know, you might want to say, hey, you, you might want to keep the no questions asked line out of the copy because if they call in, if you have a phone department, they're probably going to ask some questions and they might be able to upsell that prospect to a better product or a different product or cross sell them or move them over. So depending on how your business is, you may or may not want to include that. The 100% back, 100% money back guarantee. That is good. I think in most cases, there are times where I think that that could be adjusted. I used to have a real estate marketing business where instead of saying 100% money back guarantee, I made it conditional where I said, hey, I'll give you 100% of your money back, but I want to see that you've applied this real estate marketing system. I want to see the business cards that you printed out. I want to see the direct mail letters that you wrote and sent on your letterhead. You know, So it was conditional to the prospect doing something. And I would encourage most guarantees to have some kind of a conditional nature where the prospect has to show that they've done the work by applying your system or your product and it not working. Because, you know, I, I do believe that going back to, again, something Gary Halbert said, people decide to refund when they buy. Most people know they're already going to refund when they buy. And what you want to do is you want to eliminate those you know, phantom purchases, those false purchases in advance so that you don't have those clawbacks and those chargebacks on your credit card statement. And so the way that you do that is you let them know that it is going to require some work or maybe be slightly difficult for them to get a refund if they're just freebie seeking, you know, return, you know, pain in the butt, high maintenance customers. Yeah. I want to take a moment to point out how vitally important headlines are in copy. As you may already know, the strength of your headline accounts for up to 80 or even 90% of the effectiveness of your ad. Think about that. 
What if there were a way to shortcut the headline writing process and start a new headline based on a proven winner? Well, there is. It's all in my book called Advertising Headlines That Make You Rich. This book is available now on Amazon.com. Advertising Headlines That Make You Rich. What's unique about this book is it shows you exactly how to adapt a proven winner to your product or service because I show you 10 adaptations for each headline in different niches and explain the psychology of how to adapt a headline. Advertising headlines that make you rich in hard copy and Kindle formats on Amazon. Now, back to our show. So, uh, you know, I've heard some lawyers have issues. I think lawyers who know what they're talking about have issues with performance-based guarantees. Have you ever wrestled with that issue at all? We don't if we have the track record to back it up. If we have, if we don't have a track record, and if it's just pulling from general market examples from stocks, you know, uh, you know, whatever, that is a little bit different. So I think if you have a track record, and you can make the track record part of your offer by showing that as a proof point in your offer, I think it works. You know, an example of a conditional guarantee that I saw. This was for a Power Greens offer. So like you know, the whole grain powder stuff, eat it, feel better. They said, you know, give these Power Greens a fair and honest try for at least 30 days. If after trying a full canister, you don't feel like you have more energy, clearer thinking, better digestion, a healthier heart, and less pain when you move around, then I want you to simply send back any unused canisters along with a simple one-page note giving me your honest feedback of the product. Just a simple handwritten note will do. Just write your honest feedback on a sheet of paper and put it in a box along with your order when you return it. We're putting all the risk on our shoulders and backing your order with a never before seen 200% money back guarantee. And so what they're saying here is that, again, they're trying to kind of shake out the freebie seekers and the high maintenance people that are going to buy and refund right away. And they're saying, hey, we'll give you 200% of your money back, but 200% of what you pay today, we'll pay you back. That's, you know, more than double of what you're getting back. But you have to send us your unused containers with a handwritten note, just with your honest feedback. It could be a one sentence or two sentence line. You're going to have to do something. So those kind of conditional guarantees, it's it's kind of like the scale, you know, the, the, the work and reward type scale where if a prospect is considering refunding, there's going to be some, you know, something they have to do. Okay. And, and a performance, I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to even sat and guess, but something like that seems totally reasonable to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. So the ninth would be a deadline. And I would say all of your offer, and even if an evergreen offer, I think you can still tie deadlines to evergreen offers. And here's the thing, because this is another way to push the scarcity and the urgency. Sometimes people just need to be pushed. You know, if you are selling something that's genuinely going to make their life better, then I believe you do have a moral obligation to do everything in your power to push them over the edge so that they buy. And having a deadline often is is that little nudge that they need to act. Um, you want to make it a real deadline with real consequences. Again, even if it's tying it to the bonus where if you sign up by you know 11.59 p.m. Eastern time tonight, you get this bonus. If it's a minute after, as soon as that clock hand strikes midnight, this bonus goes away. So, you know, tying it to a bonus is a good way to keep, you know, keep that evergreen. The other thing you want to do is if you have a deadline, keep to the deadline. If you're saying you're going to shut the doors at midnight, shut the doors at midnight. And what we do on our financial offers is if somebody goes to buy after we've shut the cart, 
they get a landing page that says, sorry, you missed out. You took too long. You waited too long, but don't worry. We've got a waiting list here. If somebody cancels in the next 30 days or if a spot opens up or something happens, you know, you can be on a list of names that we'll call first, you know, you know, first rights of refusal for. We'll give you first dibs access since you missed out the first time. And here, David, is where I would absolutely twist the knife because you, you want to teach them a lesson that they missed out the first time because they waited too long. Don't miss out again. Does it work? I mean, when you do oh, yeah, it, it, it absolutely works. It absolutely works. Yeah, because then what happens is, you know, we shut it down legally, you know, in the world of financial where I write with Agora, we'll actually shut that offer down for the weekend or whatever the case may be. Come Monday, maybe that limited 90% discount's gone. Maybe now it's only a 70% discount. And Monday morning, our phone sales reps will get on the phone. They'll start calling that waiting list and say, hey, we've decided to reopen it back up. You still don't get the 90% discount, but here's a 70% discount. Here's a couple extra bonuses we'll join. You got to take it now. Otherwise, I'll go to the next person on the list and people buy. This is gold. This is really good stuff. And uh, thank you. Well, what, what about the last one? The, the, yeah, the, the last big one. Uh, kahuna, the, the, big the, CTA, the big kahuna. The big kahuna. The 10 kahunas of compelling offers, right? This is the CTA. This is the call to action. You have to have that call to action. You have to uh, tell people exactly what it is that you want them to do. You can't be vague in your call to action. If there's any sense of ambiguity or vagueness or distraction or confusion, people won't buy. Just tell them exactly what to do. Make that buy button as clear as possible. Repeat that CTA several times. If you've got a long form sales letter, I usually have three, sometimes four, sometimes five buttons of a buy button. You know, Maybe I'll have some testimonials, then a buy button. I'll have a guarantee and then a buy button. I'll have another list of the bonuses and premiums, then a buy button. I'll have the what you get section and a buy button. And so you want to have that buy button really, really clear. I would have only one CTA though per marketing piece. And so what that means is only have the one button to order. And if somebody goes to leave the page, I'll often have a pop-up box that says, hey, no problem. Would you rather talk to somebody? Now here's the 1-800 number you can call to talk to a phone sales rep. What I, I don't do, is I, what I don't do is I don't have click this button or make this phone call or send in a coupon to this PO box. Like you don't want to do that. You want to have one call to action. Got it. Sometimes that call to action could even be a two-step call to action. You know, it might be something like what we see with a free email signup where you opt into a newsletter and that's the first step that they take. Then the second step would be maybe they confirm, you know, uh, signing up for the newsletter and then later on offers, you've got, you know, sales pictures that you make to them as subsequent emails, you know, but you, you want to have one CTA per piece of copy. You want to make sure it's absolutely clear. You want to tie some FOMO to it, fear of missing out have a deadline with it and really just, you know, do everything you can to, to push them over the edge on that call to action. Okay. So do you, do you want to review these? We've got a couple minutes. You want to review? We've got starting yeah. with number six takeaway, right? Yep. Number six is takeaway. And again, this is where you make the prospects qualify themselves, where you, you have a line in the copy that says something to the effect of, if you're not the person that's willing to do this, you know, X, Y, Z, this product isn't for you. Or, you know, if you, you know, the Gary Halbert thing, if you don't have the courage to be rich, this isn't for you. And it makes people come to their own conclusions and it makes it more stronger. Number seven is the risk reversal. Again, this shows skin in the game. It carries the burden of proof on the marketer and the copywriter. It is different from the guarantee. This is like an often try now, buy later or bill me later offer. 
Mm-hmm. Number eight is the guarantee or the warranty. You know, this could, if it's a physical product, it might be a, a 30 day, 60 day, three year guarantee. If it is a physical product, you know, Craftsman Tools was the tools that I inherited from my dad. You know, they had lifetime guarantees for a long time. And I would see my dad find old rusty screwdrivers on the floor, you know, of some factory or wherever he was working at that day. Go with me to the local, you know, bring me along to the local Sears and get a replacement brand new screwdriver. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Why? Because they had a lifetime guarantee on their tools. So if you have a physical product like that, you know, the longer the guarantee, the better. Number nine is the deadline. You always want to have a deadline. You want to have a clear deadline that's meaningful and that you abide by. And you, again, that doesn't mean you can't open it back up later or, or whatever. And there needs to be some kind of consequence or benefit. If they join before the deadline, they get a benefit. If they join after the deadline, there's a consequence. And then finally, number 10 is you have to have that CTA. And you got to tell people exactly what they need to do. Yeah, that, that's great. So uh, want to give us the nickel tour of the world of financial copywriting program. I, I know that you've made a lot of, uh, you've given a lot of examples from financial copywriting and that is a a big sector of our market, and I know a lot of people want to get in. Absolutely. You know, we've taken people that have no experience in financial at all. We've taken college graduates. We've taken second career professionals. We've taken, you know, stay-at-home moms that once their kids get older, they want to get into writing copy. You know, we've taken people from all parts of the world. I've worked with financial copywriters in India, in England, in Scotland, in Australia, in Thailand, in Cambodia, and, you know, all different backgrounds, all different types of experience. And we've trained them in the world of financial copywriting how to write copy for the big financial publishers, as well as alternative investments in, in places like real estate or crypto and even traditional banking type clients, you know, and insurance company type clients. That's a little bit different, but that is a that is a an aspect of it where we are teaching these principles of how to write financial copy to people that have no investing background. And we are helping them get jobs at some of the biggest financial publishers in the industry. I'm talking about places like Agora Financial, Oxford Club, Motley Fool, Tim Sykes Trading, you know, Raging Bull, obviously Banyan Hill, my home publisher with Agora, you know, Stansberry, all these different companies that we have relationship with and uh, True Market Insiders, places that are looking for copywriters, that are looking for copywriters now and that are ready to hire as we approach this new, hopefully, market turnaround in 2023. That's great. World of Financial Copywriting, and we'll put a link in the show notes. And if people want to reach you, it's uh, what's your email? Joshua Lee Henry, my first middle last name, Joshua Lee Henry at activatemyadvertising.com. Sounds great. Awesome. Joshua, thank you so much for coming on. Between these two episodes and your last appearance, it was like a full course in copywriting. So I really appreciate you sharing your knowledge with our listeners. And if you're listening to this right now and you enjoyed this episode and you want to catch the earlier episodes that Joshua was on, head on over to copywriterspodcast.com. And until next time, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This 
is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.